0: Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. If you have your Bible with you this morning, I want to invite you to turn with me to Joshua chapter 14. Joshua chapter 14 and I want you to hold your space there because that's not going to be a jumping off point That's going to be a destination this morning. That's going to be our that's going to be our point of arrival So we're gonna we're gonna jump in there together and 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 hopefully we'll conclude there at that spot And uh, this word will be a blessing to you today Because I want to I want to encourage you today that you do have great things coming to you this year you, God does have a great plan for you God does have a great purpose for your life but can I just can I challenge you right now at the onset of this message that will you, will you just make a pledge with me in 2023 and uh, hey smart people smart people you don't sign before you've read the whole thing do you right? yeah will you just, will you just make a pledge with me right now that you're going to stop looking for the easy button Would you just just make a a commitment right now to say I'm going to quit spending my life and my entire existence watching time pass by and, and not realizing what God wants to do in my life. Not recognizing the fulfillment of dreams and visions that God is birthing in my heart because I'm spending all my time looking for the easy button. Y'all, y'all don't remember that, do you? Several years ago, a major office supply company had this, had this campaign, and, and it, I think it was maybe Staples who had this uh, advertisement campaign, and they had the easy button, and they're like facing these dilemmas and all these problems in life, and you know, somebody walk in and say, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do about this thing. Their coworker would slide it over and say, here, use the easy button. And, and all of a sudden, if they, if they just push the easy button, just there was there was clarity, there was clarity, and every all of a sudden, just just the solutions appeared right before them, and, and goals were achieved without any effort expended. It was amazing. Matter I wish I had one. I mean, it was incredible. I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna tell you anything wrong. And and suddenly, just everything fell into place. And you know what, I believe this is true for many of our lives today, that this is a time of year when many of us have been estimating our greatest weaknesses, our faults, our shortcomings, and and we've determined to make a better us in the coming year, right? I mean, how many of you, like, it's January 1, man, and you are stoked out of your mind because you've been setting on things for like a month now. You've just been saying, well, I can't do it now because it's Christmas time. I can't do it now because it's Thanksgiving. I can't do it now because I'm going to be here, there, and everywhere. But when I get back, when January 1 comes around, that's going to be the reset point for me. That's going to be the restore. And from that point forward, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to be. This is, this is, these are the disciplines that I'm going to have in my life. And, and we, we just, here's, here's what I believe. God does have great things in store for you. God does have something more for you than you have experienced. It is right, I also believe that it is right for us to set our sights on reaching the dreams that he's placed in our hearts. And I do believe that God has a plan so much greater for us than anything that we've ever imagined and we need to pursue that with great intentionality. But here's what I further believe. I further believe that there are many that have agreed that, have, that there are greater things for them who have greeted 2023 with a dogged determination that you're going to do that very thing. You're going to pursue the purpose of God with great intentionality. And and you're gonna start that new venture, you're gonna speak with that ministry leader about new ways to get involved, you're gonna work on your relationships, you're gonna be more faithful in your commitments, you're gonna be more disciplined in your habits, you're gonna and and, and here's here's what you're also gonna do. You're also gonna find that last night at the stroke of midnight, nothing magical happened. you you weren't anointed last evening with something special that you hadn't had before just because the new year begun. The, The problem you left at work before Christmas will likely be waiting for you when you return. Your kids didn't get any special infusion of academic fervor or housekeeping skill. What I'm saying to you is this yes God has great things in store for you but no they are not only attainable in the vacuum wherein no challenge ever exists because what we believe is that we could have the blessing of God if all the problems would dissolve if all of the obstacles would get out of the way if every mountain would be made flat and every crooked place made straight, then all of a sudden we could just find ourselves being ushered into a new dimension of God's blessing and favor in our lives. It's not what the psalmist said. The psalmist said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. And I want to tell you today, venturing into a brand new year, that there may be some daunting things before you. There may be some things that have been following you. There may be some things that have been you've been dragging around for a long time. Some battles that you've been fighting and some things that you've been trying to overcome. But can I tell you that the blessing, the favor, the anointing of God for your life is no less prevalent just because there's a problem in your way. Just because there's a mountain before you. But God wants to give you a fresh infusion of his holy spirit and his anointing and be able to empower you to move beyond those things and to go in and take the land of your promise Hmm. the truth be told many of us want that blessing so bad but we can't get there because we're too distracted looking so hard to see if we can find the easy button Because surely we can receive God's blessing, attain our goals, and find fulfillment if the world would just stop turning in its special kind of reality called life long enough for us to just stroll gingerly into our own personal utopia. And I'm just here to say that it's not going to happen. And I want to challenge you today just to set your mind. January 1, 2023, stop looking for the easy button. Stop looking for the easy button because here's what you'll find. If you have ever set out on any adventure outside the boundaries of the status quo of your life, then it's safe to assume that you know that you don't have to travel far down the road towards your dreams, your goals, or your calling before you hit some bumps in the road. How many of you know that the adversary loves average? the adversary loves average, the adversary loves status quo, The adversary loves for you just to hunker down in a routine and just stay there and and you know let's be honest how many of you have ever hit one of those bumps in the road or faced one of those obstacles only to do a 180 degree turn back to point A and resolve to settle there you suppress the dream you try to quiet the call of God you try to justify in your mind the decision to turn back and there's a certain sense of pain associated with that occurrence because in that moment we feel like failures we feel like we'll never realize our dreams so we cease to dream we cease to believe god for bigger for better for ourselves and we return to live in the slavery of status quo and the devil can i tell you today the devil is not as much worried about what you are The devil's not at all worried today about what you are, but it is completely unnerving and unsettling to him as to what you might become. As to what you might become because since the beginning of time he has observed the unlikely and the ordinary and the, 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 the uncommon thing. Receive the touch and the anointing of God on their lives and stand up and walk in that anointing and do great exploits for the kingdom of God. He has has seen God take the ordinary and the average and anoint it and lay his favor on it and seen them do incredible things. And can I tell you today that your life is no different than some of those? And can I tell you further today that the devil is absolutely unsettled by what you might become in 2023 if you just stand before the altar of the Lord as Isaiah did and say, here am I, Lord, send me, use me, have your way in me and let me fulfill your purpose in my lifetime. God is in the specialty of taking those who have been assessed by as nothing by men and use them to start revivals, to lead nations, to make great conquests and to do what had been labeled as the impossible. And I want to just encourage you today that what you may not be able to see in yourself right now, God has already seen in you. What you may not be able to see in yourself right now, God has already seen in you. Not only has God seen that in you, but the devil also sees. And and here's what he sees. He sees that you're a winner. He sees that you're an overcomer. He sees that you're a champion. He sees that you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength, and he will oppose you. And when you walk out of this place today and you greet a brand new week tomorrow in a brand new year, you're going to find that all of the opposition that you had faced all through the last year is still going to be there in the new. But I'm here today to offer you a word to say greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. I'm here to tell you today that God has purposed to make you the head and not the tail. He has a plan for you to give you a future and a hope. You will not be defeated, but you will stand victorious in the face of your adversaries. Here's the rub mounting obstacles and navigating bumps in the road is not the way we want things to go we we want smooth transitions right we we want the quickest route from point a to point b we want the shortest distance from where i'm comfortable now to where god we see that god wants us to be without any of the discomfort of transition in between But I told you a couple of weeks ago that when you stand up and you pursue the purpose of God and you say yes to God, more likely than you being sent to the penthouse, you're going to be sent to the proving ground. You're going to face some strain. You're going to face some pressure. You're going to face those things because what you're going to learn in that is that whatever God brings to fruition in your life is not going to be of your own intelligence, it's not going to be of your own intellect, it's not going to be of your own strength, it's not going to be of your own might, but it's going to be as you yield and learn to lean in the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. When you get to the end of life's journey you'll look back at everything that he's accomplished in your life and you'll agree with Zechariah that it was not by might nor by power but by the spirit of the living God that saw you through every trial that enabled you to do things that you thought were impossible that gave you the wherewithal to stand in the face of adversity until you saw the victory of God wrought in your life and wrought in your family and wrought in your community Hmm. We, we want the shortest distance we don't want to endure any pain any hardship any difficulty we want smooth sailing and how many of you know, though, today that anything worth having is worth fighting for? It's worth striving to attain. And, and, and what we want is hardly ever what we get in these situations because we don't want any hardship. But can I tell you something? Moving from where you're comfortable and stepping out on faith will always be uncomfortable. I told you a couple of years ago, matter of fact, I think it was this past year on Vision Sunday, I stood in this pulpit and I said to you, I said, hey, listen to this. Let me tell you something. If you wait until you're not scared to do what you've understood God to be calling you to do, you'll never do anything. You'll never do anything because God is going to call you out to places of reliance on Him. He's not going to call you simply into things that you think you can do on your own. Because let me tell you something, when you find the end of yourself, that's when you've just begun to reach the beginning of who He is, His might, His power, His resource. That is available to you and that's when you begin to walk on water. That's when you begin to march around the walls of your adversaries and see them crumble. That's when you begin to stand on the bank of your seashore, and see the water's part so you can cross over on the dry land. It's when you've got to the end of yourself and you found the beginning of God. The Bible speaks of a people uh, upon whom God looked, saw their situation, and said, I'm going to move you out of where you are right now And I'm going to take you to a land of promise and a land of blessing. And they were so dissatisfied with their current situation. And God wasn't willing to leave them there. And he sent a messenger who revealed to them a vision. It was a vision of overcoming. It was a vision of liberation from slavery. It was a vision of living in a land of abundance. And you've heard their story before. It's the children of Israel and the epic story of their deliverance from the land of Egypt and they too were looking for an appointed day when when life was going to change for them hmm. aren't we all i mean just aren't we all looking for a day you know what i let me let me just let me just encourage you with this practice okay i just pastor lisa and i were riding along the other day and i just i looked over at her and i said these words i said you know what i love my life It's, just, it's it's an amazing season. I just see the blessing and the favor of God. It's it's a powerful thing to behold, but it's 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 so easy to not see it. It's so easy to get honed in and focused on everything that's wrong. Because even as much as I love my life, there's still problems there's there's still adversity there's still there's still mountains that need to be that need to be crossed and that i need strength to climb but just sometimes to stop and just just look at the goodness of god and say you know what god you have blessed me you you favored me lord even even now as i'm as i'm in this place of trial even now as i'm in this place of indecision god i sense your presence and i know that you're near and I'm thankful, I'm thankful that even though I may be walking through a problem, I'm not walking through a problem void of the presence and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And, and you know what, sometimes I believe if you'll do that, you'll find that you're not quite as ready for life to change as drastically as you thought you were. You, you don't, it's, it's not as big of a degree of separation between where you are and where you think God wants you to be. It's just simple steps of faith. But, but they, were, they were looking for this appointed time when life was going to change for them. They were going to transition from what had been the status quo for their people for 400 years. Slavery, being, being maligned and, and beat down and abused for 400 years. And, and the, the life that they had always dreamed of, most scholars would suggest, was just an 11-day journey away. Just 11 days, all they had to do was be released and and just march straight from where they were into the land of God's promise, 11-day journey. How many of you would be overjoyed this morning at the thought that all of your life's goals and dreams were just 11 days away from being realized? And, And I can tell you that I have some goals that when I get... (laughs) <laughs> when I get to the point that they're only 11 days from being realized, I'm going to want to run my last mile in. But finally, the long awaited day had come and, and they were released to go and God had crushed the Pharaoh by the passing of the death angel and they were set free to leave the land and they left. And here's what happened along the way. God provided, They complained. God performed miracles, they murmured. They said, It's too hard, let's turn back. There's no easy button here in the wilderness, let's go back to where we had it easy. Let's go back to where we had it easy, and this is what I want to say to you. If you keep watching season after season, year after year go by, and you're still in the same place, and you're never seeing God's work come to fruition in your life, can I tell you if easy is always trumping the purpose of God, you're never going to move from where you're at because it's never going to be easy for you to move from where you are into God's purpose. It's going to be hard. There's going to be some late nights. There's going to be some times of sacrifice where you have to fast and pray and just call out to God. There's going to be some times where you have to set aside some other things and sacrifice to be able to focus on what God has in store for you. Can I tell you something? It wasn't easy. Pastor Lisa will tell you it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy 20, 25 years ago working a full-time job and going to school of ministry and having two little kids and staying up all night two three o'clock in the morning studying and 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 trying to prepare myself for where God was leading getting up at six o'clock the next morning and running for days on end three and four hours sleep at the time it wasn't easy but it was necessary it was necessary and can I tell you something today I want to challenge you with this because we are soft generation I got to tell you that we're a soft generation. I'm going to tell you something. I, I see some of, those, some of those old World War II veterans and things like that, and they're a dying breed. I understand that, but I just want to go up and shake their hands and hug their necks, every one of them, and say, you know what, I don't know if, I don't know if there's anybody in this generation with the gall to do what you guys did, to endure that kind of hardness. But can I tell you something? In the Word of the Lord, Paul speaks to Timothy. And said, young Timothy, you need to endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. And I I just hate to be so transparent this morning, but I'm going to be for just a minute. Because I read Facebook like the rest of the world. And I know what I know. And I know that God would unleash things in this body and in this community like you've only dreamed of. If for just five seconds life could not be so hard for you that you're simply and absolutely paralyzed and immobilized and singing a sad, sad song looking for the easy button. Please receive that in love. But all along the way, the the Israelites said, it's too hard, let's turn back. God parted the seas, rained manna from heaven, caused the water to flow from the rock, covered them with a cloud by day, warmed them with a pillar of fire by night, and they asked, why does it have to be so hard? Why can't it be easy? God brought them all the way to the cusp of their promised land. Even sent in spies to have a glimpse of it. And what did the majority of them say? It's too hard. It's too hard. We we can't have it. God said we could have it. But our assessment is that we can't have it because it's too hard. There's no easy button here on on the border of Canaan. It's too hard. Everybody who murmured, Everybody who complained everyone who stood around pouting about how hard it was never made it in the promised land But let me tell you about a man I love And if the lord gives me the grace to see 85 years old I pray that the same spirit is in me that was in this gentleman about which we're getting ready to read It's a man by the name of caleb some, some 40 years of wandering had passed. He was one of the spies that had been sent into the land and he was one of the minority who came back and said, it's good. Oh yeah, what God has promised is good. And I know that God's with us and we're well able to take the land. But all of the naysayers and all of the doubters shouted him down. All of the naysayers and all of the, sh- all of the doubters shouted him down and said, no, 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 we can't do that. And they convinced the majority to hide there waiting for the easy button to be pushed. And those all died in the wilderness. But 40 years later, they cycled back around again. And here stands this man today. And he says, then uh, Joshua chapter 14. I told you we were arriving here. Joshua 14, beginning in verse 6, it says this. Then the children of Judah came to Joshua in Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of uh, this guy, yep, the the Kenizzite, said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and me in Kadesh Barnea. It was, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land and I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. So Moses swore on that day saying, surely the land where your foot has trod shall be your inheritance and your children's forever because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive. And as He said, these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, here I am today, 85 years old. Can I tell you, you're not over the hill? God's not finished with you yet. There's breath in your body. There's, there's a praise on your lips. There's, there's a, there's a life in you still. And if you're here today, God's got a purpose for you. Do you believe that? And here's this man, 85 years old, and he says, As yet I am as strong this day as the day that Moses sent me in, just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and coming in. Now therefore give me this mountain which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how Anakim were there, and the cities were great and foretold. Uh, fortified, It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. You say, Pastor, how can a man 85 years old say that he's as strong now as he was at 40? I can tell you how he can say that because he never was reliant in his own strength to possess the land, but he was reliant in the word of the Lord. And I'm here to tell you today, church, that in 2023, you're as strong as you've ever been. You're as strong now in the might of the Holy Ghost as you've ever been before. And there's still that mountain before you. There's still that land of promise before you. Get up! Get up and stop looking for the easy button and press on into the promise of God. Listen, Caleb said, I don't need your easy button. The Lord is with me. David said, I don't need no easy button. What I lack in military training, I can more than make up for with the anointing and the favor of God. And this day the Lord is is going to give that giant into my hands paul said you can keep your easy button because i've found in anything in life is worth having it's worth fighting for as a good soldier of christ and i can do all things through christ who gives me strength the woman with the issue of blood said you can save your easy button I don't need your easy button if I was going to be healed that would be great but what I really need right now is to touch the hem of his garment I'm going to press through ain't no crowd stopping me there's no legalism stopping me I'm coming out the shell of my darkness and I'm going to press in until I'm in the presence of the Savior and I'm going to touch him if it's the last thing I do I'm going to touch him if I get trampled I'm going to touch him if the crowd jeers me I'm going to. to touch him if nobody likes me I'm pressing on I'm pressing through there were four friends of a paralytic and they said you can keep your easy button we'll just be a little more creative in the way we approach our problem as long as our solutions are centered on reaching the presence of Jesus we're going to be okay and I want to tell you today church stop it Stop it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have instant access to everything in this world at your fingertips, but you still have to wait on God. I'm sorry that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and sometimes you're serving a crock-pot God and a microwave generation. I'm sorry that every little problem doesn't just part for you to walk through with ease, but can I tell you today that the plan and the purpose of God is not negated by your problem? Press on. Stop looking for the easy button. It's not there. Trust me, I've looked for years. I've looked for years. I've set on dreams. I've set on goals. I've set on visions. And I've waited for it to be easy. And this is what I've learned. It never gets easy. It's not there. And not only that, here's the thing. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Stand up. Are you ready? Oh, you're not ready. I can tell you're not ready. Hmm, I don't know. It's, It's not there. It's not there. And even if it was, you don't need it. It's not there, and even if it was, you don't need it. You know what? This is not in my notes. But but I want to read something to you. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that the things which were seen were not made of things which are visible by faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he obtained witness that was that he was righteous God testifying of his gifts through through it being dead still speaks by faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him for before he was taken He had this testimony that he pleased god but without faith it's impossible to please him for he who comes to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek after him by faith noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen moved with godly fear prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which the he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith by faith Abraham obeyed when he, called, he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going, but by faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as, a foreign, as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, with the heirs, heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith Sarah herself also conceived, uh, received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age because, y'all that ain't easy. Because he had promised was faithful. Therefore from one man and him as good as dad were born as many as the stars in the sky In multitude, innumerable as the sands which are by the seashore. Even if you had an easy button, you don't need it. Because you can walk by faith in the greatest resource in the world. The power of God. And by it, you can subdue kingdoms. Receive your dead back to life again. Be healed in Jesus' name see the attic be delivered (laughs) you can speak to your mountain I'm not saying you're not going to cry I'm not saying you're not going to have to travail I'm not saying you're not going to have to pray but I am saying that if you have the faith as a mustard seed you can say to this mountain be moved and it'll be cast into the sea stop looking for the easy button start looking for a road called faith And you're going to see miracles. You're going to see greater things than you've ever dreamed. Amen? Amen. Very simply, I want to close. Our time is so gone. But nonetheless, I want to give opportunity this morning for you just to say, Hey, Pastor, I want to respond to that word. I I received that word in Jesus' name. And I'm looking forward to a great 2023. I know it's going to be a year of God's blessing in my life. I'm not shrinking back just because it's hard. I'm going to press on in Jesus' name. I'm going into my promised land this year. I'm going in. I know the devil will withstand me. I know hell will rage and earth will hinder. But by the grace of Almighty God, I'm going through. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.